and that's how and that's how we incorporate Ultraman into Teen Titans. Okay, Lane, I know you've been on a Teen Titans binge recently. Well, Titans. Sorry. Not the Teen Titans shit. Titans. Yeah. But you can't incorporate Ultraman into Titans. Why? Because he's not a teen. Nor is he... Well, he, yes, he is a titan in, in a word. Huh? Huh? Just... And Gar, also, you're in the show. Yes, I am in the show. You're Beast Boy. Yeah, I know. Uh, do you want to schwa that roll call? Yeah, I'll schwa that roll call right now. Schwa the roll call. Eiji Tsuburaya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit... These podcasters will do it justice, for they are Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Love our Hall of Fame's Ultraman, Ultra Yellow Canister, gone. The other son of Belial, Ultra Pink Caster, late. Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises, Kaiju Sentai. Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 65 of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the podcast where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, and future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I am your host, Ultra Yellowcaster Oliver. I am your co-host, Ultra Pinkcaster Lane, Rose Pink Rosa. Well, he does a dab. So, yes, as you've heard... I've been watching the new show, DC show Titans, and it's actually really fucking good. Oh yeah. Cause like we're uh, like Gar was watching with me like episode four where it's the the Doom Patrol, which yeah, those yeah. guys are fucking awesome. Got Brendan yeah. Fraser. I've watched a bit of episode three and four, in which I'm like, okay, I gotta go back and watch episodes one, two now. And I mean, like we watched, we watched, like he watched the saw the credits, and he's just like, Jeff Johns. Written by Jeff Johns. One of the shows good. Oh, he's the one that did Titans back in the eighties. So yeah, like I'm not bullshitting. Like, if you have not seen Titans, like the trailer, the trailer doesn't give itself, it doesn't give it justice, or like even like the first images we saw of it. Mm -hmm. Everything gets explained why everyone's the way they are, but they're act is she a really good cast of characters? And they're really good. So go watch Titans now yeah. on Netflix. And uh, speaking of things that I that we've also seen, I also saw uh. I also saw Dragon Ball Super, the movie, Broly. You poor bastard. It was really good. Like, I was on my way to the theater thinking, oh my god. They were like pulling what? like the end of fanboys. What the sucks? What the sucks? But no, I was wrong. I was so wrong. It was... You were dead wrong. No, I wasn't dead wrong. It's just, I was wrong. It was a really good movie. It was packed. I'll at least say that. Yeah. At 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday, I was not expecting a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, Ultra Ranger, for today we're talking about episodes 19 of Rube, episode 13 of X, and uh, starting off this year, for uh, starting the second episode off this year, we'll be talking about two episodes of Denko Chojin Gridman. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! I was really happy to watch the episodes too. 
Yeah, and I'm glad that we're doing four episodes because we only got three news stories this week. Ray, you said two. You lied to me. Well, one showed up before we were about to record. Oh. Two of them are Godzilla, one of them's Ultraman. So, first news story is that we got official images for the SH Monster Arts, not figure arts, Monster Arts, Godzilla and King Ghidorah. For the upcoming Godzilla King of the Monsters movie. If you've seen the pictures of King Ghidorah, oh my god. So, let's talk about Godzilla first. Oh, cool. You can bend him up doing the the, the atomic blast in the poster. Yeah. That's that's impressive. They even photoshopped it to make it look like that. But there's also also the image where you can put the atomic breath effect into his mouth. That's cool. So, Godzilla, I swear... They, he's got a neck. Yeah, he's got a neck. He's got a neck now. Like, he looks more slim. Yeah, he, he's evolved a bit. Which, I think that's just kind of keeping to the tradition that, like, every Godzilla movie, he's different, slightly. Mm. There's always something different about him. Unless you're in the Godzilla Raids again, where it's, like, almost the exact same suit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, reasons for that. No, he looks but, good. Yeah, it's like... He's uh, laid off the cheeseburgers a bit. <laughs> he left America. <laughs> Let them fight. Let them fight. Uh, the Wait. figures prototyping coloring by leading figure Godzilla. Uh, uh, the item will cost 7,020 yen and is set for a May release just in time for that movie. Ooh. And then we have King Ghidorah. Holy shit. And like, he's fucking huge. He is so huge. big. Like, that, like where... Where would you fit that? Anywhere. He needs two Tomashi stages. Three. Three. Just to hold him up. Because you got two for the wings, and then you got one for his, like, like his body. I suppose you don't need one for each of his heads. Just... Where? How do you even get him to be in a flying position? That's impossible. How would you... have to string him up. This is big. This is not going to sell well. Oh... And to people who do buy this, you're going to spend over $200 on this thing. Yeah, it costs 18... Godzilla only costs 7,020 yen. King Ghidorah costs 18,000 and... 18,360 yen. The cheapest is probably going to be Mothra. Probably. But yeah, it's like... That's like... Double. Double and a half of Godzilla's price. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like almost 10,000 more. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah, what the fuck? He's so big. And he stands at 250 millimeters tall from the top of his head, and he's 600 mil- millimeter. He is 600 millimeter. He is 600 millimeters wide. There's somebody in our kitchen doing stuff. Yeah. This is judging. Yeah. Uh, the item comes with a special stage set. Well, Gar- so, so it comes with this, like this, the stands to hold them up. Well, Gar, I have to tell you, happy birthday! No, you King Where would monsters. I put it? <laughs> Imagine, find somewhere. I would have to build a like a, a shelf across. Use and I like, like, like on top of our doors there. Put them on the TV. Oh yeah, put them on top of the TV. Like, <laughs> such a great TV. Does it even come with effect parts for like his lightning breath? No. What? That's stupid. It's a massive figure lane. Doesn't matter. He needs an effect part of his lightning. He'll probably come with Mafra or something. Probably a road 
Rodan or some shit. You also got that's cool. You also got an image of Godzilla fighting the figure monster arts of uh, monster arts of King Ghidorah. I cannot speak today. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, big. They have been sculpted by Tachi Yam Yamada. Uh, Wakasa previously worked on various entries of the SH Monsters line, most notably the Destroya, Fire Rodan, and the Larva Mothra uh, figures. Hmm. And King Ghidorah will be coming out in June. Yeah, both of these together, they're, they're a good set. Because I feel like if you buy one, you gotta get the other. Yeah. Because you can't have Godzilla, or you can't have King Ghidorah without Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of Godzilla, King of the Monsters, we also got official images for the initial toy line from Jack from Jack Pacifics. Yeah. Uh, Jack Pacifics did the toy line for the 2014 movie. They did toys for Kong Skull Island, and I believe they also did the Rampage figures. Oh, those aren't good. No. So, so <laughs> we're gonna quickly go through these. <laughs> Oh. There's a 20-inch Godzilla figure. At least we're getting Godzilla merchandise. That's actually cool. Okay, so yeah, confirmed. They are calling him King Ghidorah. Yeah, they are calling him King Ghidorah, not just Ghidorah. Uh, we got a 6-inch uh, King Ghidorah figure. So if you, if you want a King you, Ghidorah figure... If you want to call that 6 inches, probably more like 10 inches. Look how excited that kid looks. Oh, hey! At least it comes with, like, parts. Yeah, it comes with city. It comes like, with buildings and a jet. SWAT jet. That kid be... looks terrifying next to the picture. Oh, look, you can break the buildings. Yeah, you can break buildings. Ah! Look, at, look at that face. It's not even fully, like, detailed. It's not even finished. <laughs> Put me back in the kiln. <laughs> Take me back to Plan X. Put me back in Toho. <laughs> Uh, we also got a six-inch Rodan. Rodan. In which, damn, does he look scary. Ugh, those wings, though. You can see the hinges. Oh, well, yeah, so on King Ghidorah. But, uh, Actually, he looks weird. He his does wing, look His weird. wings look fucking, like, too, like... Rounded. Rounded, yeah. He looks more, ugly. Like, he looks like a cheap... Dinosaur toy that you would find. Yeah. At like a dollar store. And like seeing the hinges on the wings like really ruins it for me. Cool. Yeah, he, also, he also comes with uh, a destructive building set. And a plane. And a uh, fighter jet military vehicle. It's a hover plane. Yeah. A 40 inch Godzilla. Jesus figure. Christ! What'd you do with a 40 inch Godzilla? People would find a way. That's like over three feet. Yeah. I don't know, make him fight your... Uh, He's as big as that fucking toddler in the well, picture! Well, that toddler's sitting, like... Like, like crisscross applesauce style. Here you go, girl. I'll get you that for you. I'll buy the 40-inch Godzilla. Like, I don't need it. And, this, and, they, and they specify this is giant-sized giant Godzilla. Size. No, if, you, if, if you're going to advertise a giant-sized Godzilla, it's got to be one-to-one -one scale. <laughs> 50 meter Godzilla figure. Well, we don't know how tall this Godzilla is. Is he 50 meters? No, I, no, he's like 108 meters. Still doesn't beat Godzilla Earth. Well, no, Godzilla Earth. It's I think 300 no, meters tall. No way will ever beat that because it's anime. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, just sorry. Just to quickly dive in. Oh, yeah, we also... So, so we finished Godzilla. Fucking, uh, yeah, we watched Godzilla, the Planet Eater. And it sucked. It did It was suck. boring. Like... The first one's the best one. Yeah. Because... The first one at least was a really good setup movie, and then that amazing twist at the end with seeing Godzilla, like the actual Godzilla, and how fucking ginormous he was. And then the second movie, we were fucking teased and promised Mecha Godzilla, and no, we did not get him. It was just the fucking city, and then the fucking stupid one of the alien races were like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. We're gonna destroy Godzilla, even if it costs like fucking lives of like everyone else in the group. And. So yeah, so possibly oh. in November uh, we'll be doing a giant retrospective of this trilogy. Go watch the first movie, and that's all I need to watch. Yeah, just watch the first the movie. third one's, like, sucked balls. Ghidorah himself was even disappointing. Yeah. He was just, like, three it's, dimensional it's, heads that came through a portal. Yeah, he's like, oh, he comes from another dimension. It's like, well, that's kind of lame. Yeah. And still Godzilla fucking kicked his ass. Like, don't fuck with Godzilla Earth. God Godzilla Earth was the only good thing in, in that fucking big movie. We did get a little snippet of Mothra, which was, yeah. like, kind of cool. Like, this, they have a Mothra egg that's, like, kind of dormant, and they, like, the Mothra people, like, worship it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so but, uh, it was disappointing. <laughs> yeah, check it out if you want to. It's it's like a, what, what did you say was the reason why like it wasn't that because like oh like to, to, Toho from was what like, I understand Toho was mandating a lot of things from the writers so they were like holding Urobuchi back from doing what he wanted yeah wow well, assholes that, well, that in this was meant to be a series not a TV movies yeah so like if this was a show chances are they would have expanded on a lot more of this stuff would have been better we probably would have seen like a proper Mothra. A, According to one of the writers, if they had their way, they would have had Mechagodzilla be like still be the city, but transform into Mechagodzilla. That would have been awesome. That should have been that should have been the, the plan. Not whatever the f I I don't even remember what the fuck they were doing. They were like baiting him into Mount Fuji, and then they were gonna like melt him underground or some yeah. shit. That that was their plan. No, it should have transformed into Mechagod. You even saw like a picture of what he was gonna look like in the fucking in movie. the poster. You got a vinyl figure. It's like they didn't do anything. They, mm, false advertising. So man. mad. Yeah, that we were lied to. That is false advertising. So for now, until Godzilla King of the Monsters comes out, we're caught up. But King of the Monsters baby, fucking what, fantastic. But we're all caught up. But what cost? Our life was time was wasted. Yeah. King got, the Monsters. I got food poisoning from the food that we ate throughout the movie. Yeah. Well, not food poisoning. Yeah, the like shitty pizza. Yeah. Um, but yeah, me and Gar, we're, we plan to go see Godzilla King of the Monsters in like fucking IMAX. Oh, so yeah. So we're, if we're going to go see a monster movie, we need to watch it on a big fucking screen with big fucking sound so we can just hear Godzilla just roar and like... <laughs> just come home. So guys, how's the movie? What? I'm deaf. Sorry, all I hear is <laughs> Oh, there better be an after credit scene leading up to Kong, man. Yeah, so we better you like seriously, when Godzilla King of the Monsters comes out in May, go fucking see it. Don't go yeah. see Avengers Endgame, go see Godzilla King of the Monsters. <laughs> okay, no, go see Avengers Endgame because you know you all know you want to fucking see the end of that shit. Oh yeah. And then that's it, no more Marvel movies. No. <laughs> I'm done. I <laughs> love everyone's making 
making the joke. Like, some people are pissed off about the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Like, oh, yeah. oh, he's okay. alive? What you're, the you're, fuck? You know what? Let's, let's talk about Spider-Man Far From Home quickly. Looks cool. It, it does look cool. But ha- Happy's fucking but, flirting with Aunt May. It's uh, weird. I do agree with everyone. Yes, it kind of spoils that Spider-Man comes back. But you know what? The only person we can blame for this is Marvel Studios itself. It takes place before Infinity War. Oh, no. It <laughs> Imagine. Imagine it just plays it before Infinity War, so it's not a spoiler. Spider-Man's still dead. <laughs> what, what happened to his black suit in Infinity War? Oh, it doesn't have... It got destroyed, Mysterio. <laughs> Which, yeah, we saw Mysterio. That's fucking awesome. He does look cool. Yeah. So, go see that coming in July. Yeah. I'll probably go see it for my birthday, because... We went to go see Homecoming for my birthday, so... Oh, yeah, I remember that day that I didn't come to. Yeah. Because I got caught off of work with Raven. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked. Anyways. Anyways, back to... So, J- yeah, 40-inch uh, Godzilla. Yeah, 40-inch Godzilla. It reminds me of the uh, Shogun Warriors Godzilla figure. Mm-hmm. Do you know uh, the one that I'm talking about? No. Oh, okay, I gotta show you this quickly. Okay. Okay, uh, Shogun... Shogun... Warriors Godzilla. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know what the actually his head looks like? Looks like the fucking creature from the Black Lagoon. Kinda. Yeah, that's what that reminds me. It came with a rocket punch. A hand. Rocket punch hand? Yeah. He doesn't fire his fist out. It's Godzilla. It's gonna hit you with a fisting. What the fuck? <laughs> see? See? He also got uh, tongue action. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, toys are weird, man. Yeah. Right, uh, that, that was a thing back in the 80s and 90s. Just every toy had a fucking rocket punch. Just like you could launch their fist. <laughs> Just... Ah! <laughs> ah. Hey, Godzilla, you okay? Oh. <laughs> Look at that kid. He's excited. Okay, that's actually pretty fucking big. Yeah, it is big. It's like the size of a dog. Dogfish. Look finished. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh! Oh! Oh, no! It, oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 Are you... Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so... Are you telling me if I bought this mess, I just got... The Electronic Mask Godzilla. We're getting this. <laughs> we have what to get we find this. it. No. We will annoy the shit of our <laughs> fucking friends, but it will be worth it because we can just open our mouth and we can go. Oh, no, it'll be the legendary roar. Which no, is... it better be. It better be. They can just ask Toho, can we use like the sample of the iconic roar? Or, or if they don't use the iconic roar, I will just. I will tamper. Like I will buy one just to tamper with it. And get the original Toho sound. That way, we just walk around. It just, oh hey, Paul, how you going? Just they recycled the Chewbacca mask. And it's like this is Jack Specifics, not not Hasbro. So Hasbro made the Chewbacca mask. It, it oh, looks so derpy. Look the speaker on the fucking. Oh, the, no, I think I head. think the best picture is about to come next. Nope. Oh. Oh, come on. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Rawr, that's actually pretty big. Yeah, the kid is wearing the mask. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll be hunting this down when, when it comes out. Mark mark, our, mark my words. 
Let's play. Okay, that's... See, that's cool. Yeah. So now, so we get, like, this cool little figure set that comes with, like, a city background, like, back piece. And then you have, like, it comes with the King Ghidorah and the Godzilla, and you can have them, like, fighting. So apparently this is called the create-your-own-scene subline. See? That's how you release a set of Godzilla figures. You make it so, like, you have them fight. Yeah, it comes, Let with, them fight. It comes with tiny figures and, like, a little scenery, like, a little diorama. That's cool. Yeah, so there's one for Godzilla and King Ghidorah. There's <gasps> one for Mothra yeah. and Godzilla, in which... They're fighting at, like, an Aztecian temple. Yeah, but this is the biggest thing that people are assuming from this uh, figure. It is designed to look like burning Godzilla. Hmm. So people are now assuming that... He's, he's gonna go fucking burning Godzilla. That burning Godzilla will appear. Cool. I mean, that's... Burning Godzilla is one of my favorites. Because mm -hmm. I just like the concept of Godzilla going nuclear. Also, I feel sorry for uh, Mafra Because have you noticed that this is the only other fig... This is the only figure that she has gotten? Gee, it's like Mothra's going to be like the least important kind of Gee, it's movie. like if it's Mothra's... I, I feel like this is kind of like an American thing. Because if you think of it, Mothra is... It is a quote-unquote female kaiju. Yeah. If you think of it that way, because moths, it's like always like people assume feminine, like like feminine uh, attributes with Mothra. So chances are Mothra's not gonna get a whole lot of merchandise. So stupid. We were gonna get the the fairies in some form. Like I, I all I wanted to be is just like a pair of twins get, like, a psychic connection with Mothra, and then they just start, like, talking like the fairies. Mm -hmm. And they, like, talk simultaneously and shit. And they're just under the influence of Mothra. That, that's, that, I even, I told that to Cell, like, uh, Northcaster, and even he was like, that's how I feel like they would, they would do it. Just, like, telepathic. Like... Telepathic through a pair of twins. Yeah. So there's no actual fairies, it's just, it's just a pair of twins. Come play with us, Jimmy. Forever and ever and ever. Yeah, and, no, I, the, the Rodan figure looks so bad. Yeah, and then we have a Rodan and Godzilla figure with this Godzilla uh, charging up for an atomic breath. I am at least glad that the other two kaijus are getting a uh, diorama set. Is that Pompeii? I think it's supposed to be Pompeii. Or it's like that volcano Rodan pops out of. Yeah, what, the is that, what is that? What's the one from fucking Pompeii, Mount Vesuvius? If they go back in time. And say it was Rodan that caused Pompeii. That would be cool. That'd be fucking hilarious. The reason the fucking Gr volcano exploded. And no Gr one recorded it because everyone died. Bermuda Triangle. King Ghidorah. Titanic. Godzilla. <laughs> it's just his tail, not the iceberg. No, Godzilla wasn't made in 1912. He was made in 19... 19... Well, well, according to the, well, according to the MonsterVerse... Godzilla's been around since the dawn of time. It's just the like the nuclear testing in nineteen fifty four. That was to kill him. Oh. They were trying to kill him. Oh, that's an interesting twist. Wait, what if the Godzilla and Godzilla versus Kong is like another Godzilla? What if it's like There's the sun, two like Manila. the sun, yeah, like the son of Godzilla. No, like the end of Godzilla versus Destroya. Like a new one gets rebirthed oh. out of yeah Godzilla Junior. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Do that. Do that concept. That'd be awesome. 
Oh, you mean how, like, me and my friends came up with a concept of how they could do Jet Jaguar? We we need a new Jet Jaguar movie. We do. Please bring back Jet Jaguar. We like me me and Gar. We love Jet Jaguar. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. Just he's cool because he's the it's a robot in a Godzilla movie. Yeah, and I just feel sorry because he wasn't meant to be a Godzilla movie. It's just ratings were low, and within three weeks they filmed all the Godzilla parts, and it's like boom, Godzilla it's, it's, versus Megalon. It's got a badass theme song. Jet Jaguar. Uh, Jet Jaga, Jet Jaga. Also, he's in the Godzilla game, yeah. He is. Yeah, we can get him. He has the ability to shrink and fly around. That's one of his abilities. He just goes. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like, well, how would you like? How would he get his name, Jet Jaguar? It's like he's as fast as a jet, and is, he, like he attacks like a jaguar. Sure. Jet Jaguar. Yeah. So yeah, uh, these are all the things coming out from Can Jack Pacific. Godzilla mask, we're, we're getting it. We're fucking getting that mask. Uh, okay, so the assortment of four figures, each figure stands approximately 15 centimeters tall. The 12-inch Godzilla figure come, is, of course, you know, 12 inches. Tw the 24. Okay, so it's a 24-inch Godzilla, yep. not 40 inches. That sounds better. Well, that says 40, over 40 inches long. What the fuck? Oh, 40 inches long. Oh. Uh, because with uh, the tail and everything, uh, it's 40 101 inches long. 101 said the long. Quite bad today. Um, yeah, and then we have the roleplay mask, and then the monster matchups. Official license Godzilla mask with sound effects. Uh, it doesn't say how much it's... No. It'll probably... It's going to save maybe in the range of $30, $40. Cool. Yeah, hopefully there's more to come from uh, uh, the lineup is set to release in May so hopefully by May late April we'll... hopefully yeah, ho well, well it's not going to be like Bandai of America where we have to wait six months just to get new stuff that's true hopefully we don't then again we just started getting uh, War for Cybertron Siege figures up here in Canada and they've been out for like four months now. Hmm. Anyways, and our last news story is that Old Codex is to provide the opening theme for the Netflix Ultraman anime. Ooh. They did the openings for Free and uh, Kuroko Basket. Oh, or Kuroko Basket. Basket. Kur yeah, Kuroko Basket. Yeah, uh, the song will be entitled Sight Over the Battle. Additionally, the design for the suit to be worn by Dan Moroboshi, referred to as Seven, and the adaptation has been revealed. The mango version of Dan Moroboshi may have the same name as the original Ultra Seven host, but is more cold and direct than his predecessor. The anime will premiere on Netflix starting on April first, twenty twenty seven. So that's what Ultra Seven looks like in the anime. Yeah, that's cool. And he like he wields a samurai sword. That's cool. I like his I like his eyes. I like that he just has like a visor. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Just the one visor. Yeah, that's sick. So, actually looks really good. So this must mean that they do at least get up to like... Because I remember him showing up when I was reading the manga. It was like roughly chapter... like I ended that chapter 23 because that was when the fan sub ended for the manga. And then like a few months later, Viz Media announced the official license for the manga. And they released physical copies? Oh yeah, I, I have every single copy. No, I know you do. Of the manga, both physically and digitally now. Nice. Because uh, Comixology was having a, having a sale. Hmm. And I was like, 
Because I'm doing, uh, I'm thinking of doing something about that in the future. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, stick, stick around for on the uh, Cast Ranger channel. We might get you, get you, something get you. Stay tuned. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, hopefully this song is good. I like the free opening. So maybe it's gonna be like lighthearted. No, that is pretty much it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's going to be a slow few months. I'll tell you what. So, uh, shall we get into Ultraman Rube? Yes. That, I will admit, was a better episode than episode 18. We're finally back on track. The show knows what it's trying to be again. Hey, hey remember Katsumi and Isami? Yeah, guess what? They're the main characters again. Also, the show reminded me of Aizen and how much I miss him. So, yeah, let's talk about that. Aizen, Makoto Aizen had a plan to make an Earth Defense Force team to fight against the Kaijus while he was Ultraman Orb Dark. Yep. He was going to live the ultimate fantasy of being a part of a team while keeping his Ultraman identity a secret. Aizen, you need your own series. Yes, yes, he does. Or spinoff or movie or something. Anything. Anything. Just where you're the fucking star, you're the hero. A what if universe? Yeah. What if he like instead of Rosa and Blue, it was just Eisen. Or Dark, no more Black Schwartz. Do it. Yeah. Also, this episode confirms that Ultraman Rosa, uh, Rosa and Blue come from Planet Zero uh, Fifty, hmm. which is the home planet of Guy Kerr and I. <gasps> so Ultraman Orb Rosso and Blue all come from the same planet. Nice. That's cool. Um, so yeah, so the primary plot of this episode was Darling decided to say fuck you to Saki and just was like... Well, that wasn't, that wasn't it. It's just, so the government thinks that, oh, the earth blowing up stuff that Saki has been mentioning is just a bunch of bullcrap. So they, uh, they hack into the system of Eisentech, which makes Saki go cuckoo and unleash King Joe, which apparently Eisen had storing underneath the... Underneath Eisentech. Yeah, apparently just... She's just always have... He's always had fucking King Joe locked up. Where did that come from? I don't know. I just had it. Okay. 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 Can I have some chocolate? Okay, fine. Uh, you do that. I'll keep talking about the show. <laughs> um, so... But, uh, King Joe kidnaps uh, Asahi. And... So, which uh, Darling mentions that oh yeah, poisonous gas is entering, uh, is entering uh, the chamber that Asahi's in right now. So if you don't save her in like ten minutes, she's gonna die. Robert Clifford Clifford, ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> Meet me back there in four point two seconds. Um, that was cool. So like. Saki takes like the fucking orb jet. 
Oh yeah, she takes Aizen's little like hovering machine. Which she looks fucking stupid while flying it. Yeah, I thought she looked cute while flying while flying around. Just wee. So like Katsumi and Isami, they like they're like, oh, what's that? No, probably no one Saki's monsters. And it's just me. Like I'm just like it's like it's not me. What did you do? What do you mean? What did I do? Sorry, I always just assumed that it was you. <laughs> um, it's like the Simpsons. Bart, it wasn't me. Oh, sorry, for, force of habit. <laughs> um, from them, they saw me and Cotsby. Sorry, they saw me and Cotsby decided to split up. Yeah, they make a truce with uh, they make a truce with Saki. Because it's like, oh, Asahi's in there, Isami doesn't believe her, but Katsumi's like, hey, if our sister dies, it's gonna be our fault. So let's just make a quick truce. Yeah. It's actually cute how, like, what length Saki goes to to save Asahi. Because <laughs> she cares about her. It's like, oh, shit, if she, if she dies... I shouldn't get close to the mic, but I have to grab a bag. Uh, <laughs> if, if she dies, everyone's screwed over. Pretty much. So then, so Isami goes into the building, tries to fix, uh, fix Darling. And if you read the notes, I write it as Darling, as in, like the word Darling, but they spelled out as like D R N L, like Darling. Well, it's an anagram. Or D R L N, I think they spell it. Yeah, it's it's an anagram for something. It, it is. We an... talked about it when we first thought, like, got the information about the show. Yeah, she like it is an anagram, but for the sake of you know not confusing people, I just wrote down darling mm-hmm. because it's darling. My friend. My friend. I remember him. Yeah, we all remember him. Never forget. Never forget him. What's his name? I forgot. Him. <laughs> I forgot what his name was. Okay. I think it was Orbot. No, that's no, that's from Sonic. So yeah, uh, Cosme turns into Rosso Aqua. So, yeah, yeah, so Darling stands for Digital Response Language Network. Darling. Yeah, so it's an anagram. Darling. Oh, darling. 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 Oh, darling. Oh, darling. That's the title of the episode. Oh, darling. Oh, darling. Um, right. Jeez, I don't remember much about this episode, right sadly. Oh, darling. Yeah, I watched this yesterday, so um, a lot of it's blanking on me right now. <laughs> Which sucks, because we should technically just be watching these before we record. Yeah, but... Because you like... Because like how it is, is like Gar likes to take notes, so he watches it by himself, and then I watch it the the, next, the day we actually record. Yeah. So... But, uh, oh yeah, Saki mentioned... So basically, Saki gets a hold of Asahi and tells her a story about 1,300 years ago. Yep, how uh, there were three warriors of light. Yeah, three war... Well, just three warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighting off against a monster known as the Dark Gasinus... Gasinus? I don't know. I don't know, his actual name... Gaseous Ga- Ga- uh, Oh, Gaseous. The Dark Gaseous Monster... Lugosite. M- Lugosite. Um, which we're seeing this in like little drawings, like yeah, fucking like, like sketches that like, like a kid pre- would like preschool it. drawings. Yeah, and it's fucking adorable. It is adorable. It like reminded me of the uh, like the episode two of Bleach. Oh yeah. Where, like Ichigo's trying to, or like Ruki's trying to explain to 
Ichigo, like, what her deal is, and so she draws it in, like, little cute little bunny painting, like, drawings, and he's like, what the fuck is this? She's like, fuck you, it's how I express myself. You know what, that's the thumbnail. Sure. Well, yeah, the thumbnail is just gonna be, like, the drawings of <laughs> fucking Rosa Blue. Because, like, if you see these drawings, they're like, whoa. I was like, good boy, it's blue without me. <laughs> it's blue, like blue ray. Wait, yeah, it's like, uh. Yeah, Saki saves Asahi, but Asahi died for a quick bit. Yeah. And it's like, live! Live! Force pushes her chest. It's like, wakes and, up. And then, uh. So then, like, yeah, we keep forgetting. I keep, I keep forgetting at least that every single time King Joe ever shows up in Ultraman, he's so fucking strong. He's a really tough ass kaiju. Like, like, show him in Ginga. Fucking just whoop that. Show him an axe. Couldn't beat him. Couldn't beat him. Like King Joe is not someone to fuck around with. So also like. Uh, his, uh, the way he looks now is really different compared to, like, how he looks, like, when he first debuted. Well, not that differently. Not too different, but I like, I prefer his original look compared to his, like, new look. I can even find an image of the 67 version. Because, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is him now. Yeah. That's the current look, and then... That's his old look. That's better looking. He looks more robotic. Yes, more robotic with that zipper on his back. So, what the fuck is that? What? It's like a black King Joe. Oh yeah, he gets modified during the mid-2000s. there's a red King Joe. A gold King Joe. The, the gold Joes. And then, and then there's fucking Cyber King Joe who looks fucking awesome. How can you cyber something that's already metal? Originally, King Joe's assembly from the ships would be more complex and make for more body parts. But due to technology at the time, this was too hard to make, and so King Joe's four ship separation ability was made. Oh, yeah, you can separate into fucking ships. Yeah. That's right. What you even saw in this episode, they were like assembling, like they were assembling him underground. Hmm. King Joe was originally named after Tetsuo Kinjo, the head writer for the early entries in the Ultra series. Oh. Ah, well, that's why he has his name then. He's Ultra King's assistant. Hmm. He is Ultra King C-3PO. King Joe re reappeared in the Heisei Ultra 7 Final Chapter series in The Imitated Man as King Joe 2. We'll get into those one day, the 90s Ultra 7 series. I don't know why I'm really into King Joe. <laughs> King Joe's really fucking awesome, actually. He's a formidable opponent to Ultraman. Like in, like in this episode, he had a barrier around him. Which it's like, like Rosso could not touch him it's like he has a barrier around him so what did he do just kept throwing water balls to get his attention like hey yeah hey. and then like they finally like cracked his armor which was actually pretty fucking dope yeah once uh darling when darling got rebooted she was able to take down the barrier of king joe but couldn't stop him because the virus already took a hold of him so uh isami turned to ultraman blue and they used their um their roof sluggers with the uh, ginga and taro Rube crystals to crack his shell. Hmm. And then turn to Ultraman Rube because they didn't do that last episode. And they beat the shit out of him. Like, well, not really. 
King Joe was more of a formidable opponent. Sasaki was like, Darling, do we still have that kaiju resistant beam? Yeah. Fire it. Okay. Boop. Well, since I haven't done it in a while, and it's New Year, I spot King Joe Vinyl. Why? <laughs> because I like King Joe. He's cool. Which one? Um, well, apparently there were two versions of him. There's like one with a gun and one without the gun, so I got the one without the gun. Apparently there's a clear yellow 10-inch King Joe vinyl figure for fucking $238. How about no? Yeah, how about no, Scott? <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah, I'll eventually get that. So yeah, the day was saved. Hello, King Joe. Yeah, the day was saved until Saki was like, oh yeah, hit the beam at Ultraman Rube as well. Wait, what? Which, uh, yep, so it ends with Saki stealing, uh, Katsumi Nisami's Rube Gyros. Yeah, and so, here's where I'm confused. She's like, she's like, how dare you use these? These belong to my older brother, and it's like... But yeah. I thought... thought their mom made them with, alongside Aizen. And Aizen developed the... Wait, is Aizen her older brother? How did she get one? Yeah. What the fuck? Is hers the original and theirs are the Yeah, I, that would make sense. As why it's Because it's more powerful? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. God damn it, this is like a... This is like a Gaim thing where like... The Sengoku driver was like the prototype belt. And then the Genesis driver was like the... The... <laughs> The true version. You know what? I'm gonna make that court board a purpose when the rest of Rube gets subbed. We saw one more episode subbed. It's gonna have like pin images and just yeah, 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 stuff just, like yeah. an X across like Eisen and just being like, where are you now? Where are in the world are you? Is Eisen right now? Oh, he's probably hanging out with Lever with uh, Leverica because apparently uh, in real life the actors are friends. Yeah, no, that's fucking awesome. Makoto Eisen. And Lovrika from Comrade uh, X Aid are best are like besties. It's like day, if I. Well, if you ever do, if you met him. If I ever do go to Japan, if I do bump into him, be like, hey, big fan. Love you. <laughs> Love you. What? Uh, you look pretty, Nani. I, I said you look shitty. Oh. No, no. If I just see him from afar, eyes in, eyes in, eyes. Yeah, uh, Rube Crystal Navi. We got the Rube Crystal for King Joe. And yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty good episode. Space Robot King Joe. I think it. I think this is the start to leading towards the finale. Yeah, probably. Because let's see here. There's episode 20, 21, 22, 23, and 24, 25. So there's six episodes left for us to watch of Ultraman Rube. We could do a six-parter. my king. We can't talk about six. Maybe we'll do like three and three. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying we're gonna watch all six episodes at once. Okay. Like, oh. We're gonna do each episode separately. Okay. 
Oh, you're just saying in general. Yeah, I'm just saying if, if the show did a six-part finale, okay. I would be astonished. It's like how I want to do a five-part finale for Galaxy Orbs. I'm like, now that I think about it, I'm like, no, that's way too long. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I put I cut it down to a three-part finale. There you go. Where the first episode's not really that much of a plot. It just, right at the end of the episode, that's when it's like, oh yeah, to be continued. Uh, speaking of two-parters. Holy shit! Ultra victories in this! Yes! Yeah! Uh, show! I forgot, episode 13 and 14, Voltran X are a two-parter with Voltran X teaming up with Voltran Ginga in victory. Yeah, and like, I feel like such a piece of shit. Because like, we see... We see Hikaru. <laughs> you forgot his name! And, and I'm just like, what's his name again? Oh my god, don't worry, I felt the same way. I'm like, Haruka? No, it can't be that. And then I had to like Google it and it's like, Hikaru, Hikaru! It's like when you're, it's like when like you, you meet, see someone at a party and like they know you by name, but you, like you've seen them before, but you forget oh. their names. And it's like, oh, hey, Lane. Hey! Rachel, Rachel! I knew, I knew that. Oh. I knew that. Like, like I felt so bad. That's like, how much I don't care about Ginga. <laughs> when I was doing notes, when I saw Hikaru, I'm like, and he, Hikaru? I'm not sure if that's his name. And look it up online because it, yeah, that is his name. I was second guessing myself. He's the guy from X-Aid episode four. He should have been laser. He should have been laser after Kyria died. Yeah. Um, but can I just say, Show makes such um he's such a better character now that he's a senpai. He's, he's, he's a better, senpai now. He's better now that he's a senpai. Yeah, he's better now that he's a senpai because he can teach the new generation of Ultraman. Oh. So, and that's what he did. He took Daichi under his wing to teach him how to get good. Because, <laughs> get good because, because like, he fought his ex or whatever like that. And then after the show, was just like, what the fuck was that? Like, you're garbage. You're garbage Ultraman. <laughs> you're a good fighter. But you're a shitty swordsman. Yeah. And, like, so it's... Uh, yeah. So, like, somehow Asuna and... Uh, or, no, Arissa. Uh, yeah, Arissa. Arissa and... Wow, and, that's... I never occurred... Like, it never occurred to me with that. Ginga S, Arissa. Ultraman X, Asuna. It's kind of like with Samurai and Megaforce, in a way. You have Mia and Samurai, and then you have Gia and freaking... She and Mia? Yeah. And then you have Emily and Samurai, and you have Emma and Megaforce. It's like, wow. Yeah. This is bad writing. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like, uh, uh, Mold Spectre is yeah. contacted by her sis his sister, Gina. Yeah. So, basically, if you remember the Ultra Fight Victory Special... Which... Go watch it. Yeah, it's go, a go fucking awesome it. special. It is a good one-shot involving Ultraman Victory. There was the villain named Judah. Like, Judar. Spectre. Judah, Judar. There's an R in there for some reason. 
but it's like Judah Spectre, in which uh, these three villains are from Zone, not Zone Fighter, uh, Andromelos, mm. which was a spin-off series that involves Zafi. Cool. Which isn't subbed. Oh, so there's Zafi villains. In a way, yeah. from a certain point of view. Okay. But uh, but yeah, they were members of the Gua M Gua Army. The Gua Army. Yeah. So they, when Judah Spectre was revived in Ultra Fight Victory, they were also revived, but they didn't know that they were revived. Okay. So when Mold Spectre was fighting Ultraman Victory, and gathering the army, you have Gina Spectre in the other world where Ultraman X. Where Ultraman X is. So basically, this show confirms that G Ultraman Ginga slash Ginga S takes place in, in another universe than Ultraman X. This confused me when I started watching Ultraman X. Because I thought every show was interconnected with one another. So I was like, wait, why are there Spark Dolls here? Spark Dolls aren't a thing anymore because they all went up into space and got returned to their normal form. But now it's like, oh, nope different universe yeah um so yeah so like they get reunited gina and mold or whatever yeah gina and, gina and mold and so like it's just weird that like he's like a giant fucking monster yeah yeah he's just a gi he has no like human form no no like he's not like regular size he's just giant yeah he's just, he's just gi fucking huge and he just holds like his sister gina in his fucking hand oh. So then, yeah, somehow Sho and uh, Arissa show up in, in X's uh, world. Yeah, in X's universe. So then, like, they get found, like, uh, Arissa gets found by U by UPG, or not UPG, Zio. Uh, yeah, Zio. So it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm part of UPG, we defend the planet. No, we're uh, Zio, we protect the planet. But I just, that was a good little touch there, where, like, it didn't lead to a giant fight or anything, just... Arissa sees the Zeo team, they both, like, they all grab their blasters, and they're like, they're just ready to shoot. It's like, who are you? Who are you? We asked first. Damn, you're right. Okay, um, hi, I'm Arissa. I'm from, I'm a member of UPG. I protect the Earth. UPG? UPG. There's only one branch that protects the Earth, and that's Zeo. Yeah, we're, Zeo, we're part of you, never. Like, we're Japanese branch, bro. Represent. Represent. And then, like, show... No, alright, no. And then show, uh, he, like, shows up as well. But, like, for some reason he has, like, a like a mouth guard or something. Oh, because Mold, like, took him hostage. Yeah. So then, we get, like, a really kind of funny moment with Daichi. Where, like, he finds him, he's like, oh, you must be show. Oh, yeah, because Arissa mentions, uh, mentions to them about show. In which he's like, oh, he's from underground, but he's, um... No, he's no, he's, like, he's an ultra... Uh, giant of light. Oh, yeah, we have one of those. Like, Ultraman? Wait, you know Ultraman? Oh, yeah, like, Daichi's just like, yeah, we have an ally, Ultraman X. And X is just like, shut the fuck up, Daichi! You're blower cover. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what am I gonna do with you? Just stabs him. Jesus, ow! <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck was that? Did you nothing? But yeah, uh, Sho was being uh, held captive by alien magma and uh, Chaplay. Magma. magma. But uh, he gets he gets free and he runs out. Daichi runs into him. And Daichi treats him like an idiot. Daichi's like, 
Oh, you're I'm so... from Earth! And shows us like... Fuck. Like, he, he saw us the mouth guard on, so he can't... Like, he can't see hear his us. eyes just being like, oh my god. <laughs> he's like, oh right, he's from underground. I... And front, like he's doing hand signals as well. I am Mrs. Daichi. Do you see the belt? <laughs> X, can you give me a sword? See? That's serious. Oh, yeah, I, was, I just want that to be the thumbnail. What? <laughs> just like. It's just like Woody's head, or like Woody with like Victory's head, right. and then just the arm that he gets thrown is just the like seed slugger, or the fuck it's called. The X slugger. The X slugger. I feel I feel like that's better. Cause here we hear Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger love incorporating Toy Story into anything, anything. So with Tia. With Ultraman. Tia X slugger. Hey, hey, I'm at least proud of myself when I was doing the notes. I didn't spell victory as Victor Try. Every time throughout Ginga S when I was doing notes, I would always mess it up by writing Victor Try. Yep. I, like, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> yeah, so then, like, so Mold shows up and he starts, like, trying to fuck up shit. I. from. Earth. I'm Ultraman. I'm Mrs. Daichi. I. And Mrs. Daichi, you see the jacket? Snap out of it, Daichi. Sure. So, yeah, so, like, so Daichi, like, is about to turn to X, and he just looks over show, he's like, I would really appreciate if you do not mention what you're about to see right now. What you are about to see is top secret. Do not tell my mother. <laughs> so then, yeah, he transforms to X, he goes to exceed X, and then he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. Um, which I will. I'm actually gonna mention. I actually like XCX's design a lot now. Really? It's actually really nice looking. Mm. I like the colors. It's. I really like it too. So much to the point, I actually hunted down a official stock photo of XCX for uh, last week's episode for the X discussion. Nice work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then afterwards, they all end up like at the. Zeo base and just I love that when the show gets his mouth guard off he just goes up to Daichi and goes you were fucking with that oh yeah, yeah anyways uh... but like Daichi gives him the face of nobody else knows I'm X so shut the fuck up yes. so then show just goes alright you're coming with me what whoa, whoa, what the fuck are we doing oh yeah they, they get to the base because after when uh, X is fighting mold uh Alien Magma joins the fight, so it becomes a two-on-one. So it's like, uh, Ar Hayato, Hayato and uh, Wataru bump into the show out in the woods. They bump into Arisa, Arisa and Asuna, who are fighting Shaplay and Gina. And it's like, okay, we're getting out of here. We're all together now. Yep. Um. So then, yeah. So Show takes a, takes Daichi, and he's just like, I'll fucking train you. I'll train you to actually properly wield a sword. Oh yeah. So, so like. The game of telephone with Ultraman continues because Ultraman Victory mentions, oh yeah, Ultraman Zero told me about you. When the fuck was this? I don't know, Zero just goes and fucking hangs out with everybody. Goes to a bar or something? Yeah. Ah. He's drinking buddies with that you want he's drinking buddies with every Ultraman. He's the true Ultraman stag. <laughs> I forgot about Ultraman Stag. Oh, I've never forgotten about Ultraman Stag. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ultraman Stag. No. 
I've never forgotten about I'm him. I'm sorry. You suck, Gar. I'm sorry, Ultraman Stag. Um, yeah, no. Zero, zero knows fucking everybody. <laughs> zero fucks everybody. My dad's Ultra 7. My dad, I, I know people. Yeah, well, my dad works for Nintendo. <laughs> My dad works for Toho. <laughs> my dad works for Toho? My, my dad works for Subaraya. My dad is Subaraya. <laughs> yeah, my dad is Subaraya. So he's been dead for like 40 years? Yes. And you yes. were born in the 90s? Yes. yes. Fuck's that possible? How's, how does the math work on that? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. They, they, they go train the woods with, uh, with wooden swords, which show teaches them about like, oh... Like, when you're fighting, you gotta remember who you're fighting for. He's like, oh yeah, I'm fighting for my family, I'm fighting for my crew, and uh, I'm fighting to, I'm fighting for myself, of course. And then Mold Spectre shows up again, they're like, alright, you want a tag team? It's like, oh yeah, so they both transform. And even, like, like Daichi and X's look over at Victory, it's like, damn, you have a cool design. He's like, we'll discuss this later. Focus, okay. Hey, focus, sorry. I love it though, during their training or whatever like that, X is just like, like, going like, come on, Daichi, no, don't do that movie. He's just like, will you shut up? <laughs> like, stop coaching me. Oh, yeah, yeah, X with Daichi. Like, he's, like, he's still in the X divisor, of course, but he's just, like, he's over in the corner. He's like, don't give up, Daichi. Shut up. I'm trying to concentrate. Also, it was raining while they were doing the montage. Yeah. I feel like that was by accident. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then, um... Yeah, they both go super forms. Yeah, so we get to see fucking... The Night Timber uh, again. Uh, yeah, Alternate Victory. Or, or Ultraman Victory Night. He's fucking awesome still looking. And we get his theme and everything. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> or it's like, what, what music should we play while they're both teaming up? Let's just play the Ultraman Victory theme. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so then he goes to Seed X, and they, like, team up, and they do fucking awesome fight and then like on the ground whatever Austin and Arista are fighting Gina and like yep. their ass is fucking handed to them yeah cause they're going up against Yoko they like a lot of kicks they do a lot of kicks cause they're, kick they're, they're women oh no that sounds bad that's thing. sexist that sounds sexist no oh um, boy there goes my career in filmmaking so then like uh Alien Ma Magma is just like oh I'm gonna go help just fucking grows big immediately Oh, yeah, yeah, Magma. I'm going to go help. And I think he died. Yeah, he died. Yeah, he's dead. He got shit something. Because Victory beat the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. But they, but uh, Mold opens up a rip in time and space again. He's like, my army, come join me. And just Ginga flies down. Ginga Fireball, yeah, bitch. I, yeah, I already fucking defeated your army. Ultraman Ginga, so powerful, he didn't even had he didn't even need screen time. Nope. And that ends part one of this two-parter. Oh boy, now Mold has to fight three Ultramen. Yep. Or two if there's Ginga Victory. Probably. Which, yeah, there is. Okay. Ginga Victory does happen in the crossover. Sweet. And when I watched this the first time, I didn't watch the movies because uh, I was going to go see the dubs of these movies at the Royal, uh, Royal Theater in Toronto. So, when I watch this two-parter, I'm like, what's Ginga Victory? What's Victory Night? What is this? 
what is this madness? When did Show become a member of UPG? Yeah, right? <laughs> what the fuck? So, like, then I go watch the dub movies. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That's Victory Night, though. You're one of us? You're, I still think that's a better line than, oh, you're you're also an Ultraman? No, it's a, you're one of us? My oh. Ultra. My Ultra. Yeah, this was a really good episode. I loved it. Oh my god, is that really a fucking poster for Captain Marvel? What? The cat? Yeah. They're promoting fucking Captain Marvel's cat. Yeah. The hell, Captain Marvel figure comes with the cat. So so is Nick Fury's. His name is Goose? Goose. Why is this, why is the cat's name Goose? Because cats. Okay. But yeah, and then uh, Daichi's Monster Lab, you got uh, Surugi Damaga, and you have Cyber Magma, which he has a hook hand. Whoa, wait, Cyber Magma? I didn't see that. Yeah. I, didn't watch, I didn't watch the Monster Lab. Oh, damn it, like, <laughs> he had one job. And Cyber Magma. Okay. Also, I'm still waiting for, like, Bandai to announce, like, Yo! Like physical card set of all, the, all these. Why the cyber ones look so fucking good? Because I don't know who's the art director for all this. Hang on, I just gotta look up cyber kaiju. Let's look up all the fucking cyber kaijus. Oh, there's a lot of them, man. Cyberella King, Cyber Gargorgon, holy shit! Look at that! Yeah, there, again, there's also one of uh, Belial. What? Cyber Belial. Look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also we forgot to mention for Rube. So next Rube episode, get Gomera. Oh yeah, Gomera show. shows up. And I'm like, hey, my boy. Gomera, boy. My favorite kaiju. I'm still waiting for uh, I'm still waiting for Metron to show up again. Right. Metron's one of my faves. Oh man. Okay, I gotta look up several Alright, you do that, I'm gonna start Gridman. So yeah, episodes 5 and 6 of Denko Chojin Gridman. The perfect sword with a man's pride and terror melody. Lane is now gasping at the design of Cyber Belial. That's fucking badass! Oh my god. Cyber Dino Tank? What the fuck's a Dino Tank? Ask your mother. Wait, what's... What's Dino Tank? I don't know Play your own grid, man. I don't care. <laughs> hey, it's Cybers. It's Cybers. Ultraman Dinosaur Tank. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's literally just a dinosaur on fucking tank treads. Yeah. What the fuck? Return of Ultraman. No. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. Well, apparently he was an Ultra 7 in episode 28, the 7km oh. run. And he's from the homeworld of Planet Kill. 
Not even joking. Planet kill. 60 meters. So just like that, he's bigger already than the original Godzilla. 70,000 tons. Yeah, he's tank what truck. the fuck? And there's a spark to all of him. That's, a, that's the dumbest, most awesome thing I've ever seen in my life. It's a dinosaur entrance. It's a fucking dinosaur. What? It's just like it's the T Rex on fucking on the tank. No, oh. Dinosaur Tank has cans on the front of his tank base, Mewing Lasers, Tail, Kaiju Busters. Okay. Oh my god, and then there's Dinosaur Tank Mark II. This is amazing. Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. Is there a cyber version of him? Yes. Oh my god. If you think of a kaiju, there's probably a cyber version of him. Oh, there he is! Oh, that's fucking awesome! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's fucking dinosaur tank. That's an Ultraman kaiju. Dinosaur tank. You want to talk about Gridman now? Sure, let's talk about Gridman. You want to put the phone down? I'm sorry. Put the phone down. Like. Okay, I wanted to show everyone the cast range chat dies. Okay. I will afterwards. Anyway, so fucking Ipe can't fucking get over his fucking stupid hot dog he's obsessing over. That's the entire fucking uh, episode. A, a special hot dog. Oh, it's it's just fucking like a hot dog with and like a hamburger bun with like some garnish in it. That's really all it is. Yeah. Something special. Yeah, oh, there's something special about it. <laughs> in the middle of writing the notes, I'm like, I'm writing down special hot dog, and I put it in quotes. I'm like, oh god, this sounds dirty. And then our boy, our bad boy Takashi, is just being more and more stupid he, with like every fucking reason he has to fucking reign of send a fucking yeah. kaiju to destroy humanity. Yeah, I finally decided to put his name down as Takashi in the notes. Oh, well, it is Takashi. So. Oh, yeah, his his name is Takashi, but if you looked at the notes, I always kept referring to him as Loner Boy, or Loner Kid. Loner Boy. Loner Kid. So, yeah, so, like, it's weird how he gets pissed off. Like, so, it was he, he's like, walking, it was... he sees a guy carrying, like, a stack of fucking, like, boxes of fruit, yeah. He could easily move out of the way so he doesn't get hit by him, but he doesn't. Yeah. And then it just gets bets back into a corner, and the guy's even saying to him while he's doing, Please Whoa. move out of the way. I don't want to hit you. I don't want to run into you. Oh, Watch she, out, please. Yeah, he gets hit. Everybody comes over to go check on him. There are some people that are laughing because he has an orange in his mouth. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But, like, he gets up, and what does he say? It's not my fault. Not your fault. You walked into this. And then literally he runs off like a fucking sissy girl. Just like... Playing all the fires and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mommy, con! Con Digifer! Con Digifer. Or Digifer. So then he decides... The official I'm going to send a kaiju to stop all delivery of all items so that no one can shop ever again and for some reason some goddamn fucking reason this causes all the fucking mothers in the vicinity yeah. to go to this one grocery store and buy everything in the grocery store because the deliveries aren't coming 
It's like Black Friday. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly like Black he, Friday. He calls Black Friday in May. And then we get the funniest shit ever where, like, this is, like, after, like, Gridman defeats the kaiju or whatever like that. So then, like, the delivery truck shows up, and you just see all these mothers. Like, it's it's all women. Yeah, it's, it's all women. all fucking women. I did not see a single man yeah, in there, that there store. Just women. All mothers. <laughs> and they're all, like, getting, they go, they're all getting, like, checking their shit out, and then they're, like, they see the truck. Oh, I guess I don't need this anymore. Yeah, I don't need this either. You just see women? I, I, I just, just want these. Yeah, I just want a bag of bread. And it's like, oh, that's sexist. It's 1993 in Japan. Let it slide. So it was just fucking... This man's just like, I'm going to make sure that they never shop ever again. <laughs> I remember when he said, nobody would notice me if I died. Yeah. Like, like, like he went from being odd to cartoony. Oh, and like, wait till we talk about episode six. Oh, it's yeah. It's worse. But episode five introduces uh, the monster of the week, the crack sword monster, Ultra Wiki calls him Bagheera. It's Bagheera. But the official Toku subs, like Toku HD subs, refer to him as Bagheera. Yeah, but Bagheera. Or, or yeah, Bagheera. Yeah, that, that's what I heard Takashi pronounce him as. Bagheera. So he's just kind of okay looking. He's, he's effective. He has blades on his arms. He's got, which... he's got razors all over his body. Sharp. He's like Surugi Demaga in a way. And, like, again, I'm gonna fucking just give prop, huge props to the Gridman for, like, these sets. For, like, the... the oh, computer, the cyber world? The cyber world. It's so cool. Every time they bring up one of these sets, it's fucking awesome. And the way they just they cut the buildings in half like, and shit. Just the main... Because like, it's like, alright, what do you want us to do? Just destroy make it, it. Make it look like a city. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I also like as well. It's like... All right, so we got the wiring done for the say for the say set. What do you want me to do? Just leave it. Or did just leave it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, but looks like a looks like a city. And like there will be one like normal looking building in there that'll look like a fortress or something. So then because it'll be like the connection to like the mainframe. So yeah, so like Ipe fucking just refuses to eat until he, until gets, he gets the special hot dog. So he doesn't eat dinner. Like his they have like they have like spaghetti and meatballs or something no, no, dinner. Uh, yeah, they have cabbage rolls, in which he mentions he had that for lunch. Yeah. But then he disrespects his mother, being like, oh, no, you wouldn't be able to make, like, the special hot dog that I want because oh. she doesn't have it. And I'm like, oh, man. And you know I what? That actually hits face. me. That actually infuriates me because you never, ever, ever not eat your mom's home cooking. Mm -hmm. Because if you, everyone knows... Your mom's home cooking is the best food you'll ever eat. Which, that's what he learns at the end of the episode, because she makes her own special hot dog. my dinner. mom used to make me, she makes me a fucking awesome steak, good ham, and she used to make me homemade potato chips, and they were fantastic. Well, nothing, so. be nothing beats my mom's spaghetti. You see? Every person out there, their mom always makes something fucking amazing. Like, even my dad has mentioned... Like he makes good craft, like he makes a like a good bowl craft dinner. My mom makes a good thing of spaghetti. You try your mom's spaghetti sometime. I'm not big into pasta, but like, and, and, and like Ipe's mom even like, oh yeah, like like he he storms up to his room when she knocks on his door later. It's like I made you a bowl of spaghetti. Like it, since yeah. he since he didn't had dinner, he's like, no. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if my mom came to me like, oh god, I got you a bowl of spaghetti here. I'd be like, oh sweet, thanks. So that. <laughs> 
the next day when like the all the, the the shipping isn't happening like oh for one like uh naoto's dad like he's not getting like the medicine he needs oh, like, no, no, yuka's dad oh yuka's dad sorry isn't getting the the delivery for his medicine that he needs for his patients and he's just like he's like i don't fucking give a shit you're you get me that medicine i need it mm-hmm. like my patients need i it. am a <laughs> damn it george i'm a do- damn it jim i'm a doctor <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a grocer. <laughs> it's, it's just the dumb. It's just my fucking... Oh my god, that'd be great. Damn it, I'm a doctor, not a grocer. <laughs> but no, so I like he, I like his dedication to his... And love for his patients and, like, his job. Where he's just like, I don't give a shit what you have to do. You get me that fucking medicine. I also liked how in this episode... Like, it didn't just not show... Like, it showed everyone having to deal with this. Yeah. It's like, this affects not just, like, the side character. It affects everyone. And the funniest one was fucking Ipe's parents. So, like, they're on the phone. Like, the Ipe's dad's on the phone. And then he just, like, goes up to his wife. And he's just like... He's like, ah, I just don't know what we're going to do about this. You know, like, business... Like, we got to get our business better. Like, you know, it's going to fill our reputation. Ipe hasn't eaten, like, two meals. Since two meals. Oh, that's what you're worried about? <laughs> he's just like he's so dumb. Yeah, because Ipe didn't like. He hasn't eaten dinner or breakfast. He's starving. He skipped two meals. That's like, like twelve hours or like almost twenty-four hours without food. If I don't eat, I get fucking grumpy. Everyone get you. You have seen me eat. I've seen you when you're hangry. Everybody has seen me when I'm hangry. You do not want to see me when I'm hangry. I, I bought this man, like, dinner myself just to make sure that he gets fed so he doesn't get angry. Yeah. So, well, wait, I, like, there will be a time before we're about to record, Lane will get me, like, something to eat. Be like, there's food. We're about to record in, like, 30 minutes. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, Gridman eventually. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah Gridman. Oh, does. and can I just say, I forgot. It's, uh, like, what? Naruto's, like, brother and her friend, and his friend? Yeah, Daichi and Kana. They're so annoying. Like, when did. What are you guys doing? Oh, what's this computer thing? They're trying to, like, fucking stumble onto what they're doing and just, like, they're like, go away. Hey, what are you doing down in the basement all the time? We're studying. You study? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh yeah, they like they return like they return back to Ipe's place because Ipe is the one that had it. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. Uh but yeah, Ipe returns uh they return back to Ipe's place and Kana started uh Oh Daichi or not Daichi. Oh Nato, I wanted to make you pancakes. Like waste so many pancakes because they're all burnt. Which, like, Ipe, you know, the guy hasn't eaten in, like, 24 hours. He's like, oh, this wasted food. I know, and, like, he hears stomach grumbling constantly and just... He, he does a Bolton thing. But, like, they go to the bakery and it's like it's shut down because the inventory is still out there. But, like, he turns over to him and he's like, he's like, like, Ipe, you're going crazy. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah! I'm like, okay, I don't know why he did the Bolton same That's same what I was thing. like. I saw him and I was like, "Is that an Alien Volta reference?" I'm like, "Okay." I don't get it. Ultra Wiki doesn't have anything on Gridman, except for like just kaiju names and Gridman himself. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh, maybe if you look up some trivia about Volta, it's probably a pun. Yeah. So yeah, so they decide. Okay, let's send in Gridman to like 
go fight, go fight and solve this problem. So, like, he tries. Uh, only problem. Bagila has blade arms, meaning Gridman cannot get close to him. <laughs> but, like, that is the excuse that they go with. Like, due to his arms having blades at the end of them, he can't get close to, like, to, to fight him. Yeah. Also, these episodes made me, like, love the fact that I love just the little grunt Gridman makes. Yeah. Because it's not like, shah, shah, or it's, it's like, yeah. Also, I love whenever he receives the growth power-up, it's just the same stock footage every time. Like, it's literally, like, literally, I paid attention to that in yeah. episode 5 and 6, and I was like, it's the same just fucking thing from episode 1. Oh, it's like how I noticed in episode 5 and 6, they were all wearing the same clothes. Probably to save money. <laughs> That's awful. Like, like, probably to save production time. Like, and... just be like, I says go, Yeah. Alright, here are the headphones for next episode. Alright, and action! Alright, let's record next episode. Oh, wow. Um, so then, yeah, so then, like, E-Pace just, like, keeps complaining, and she's just like, you shut the fuck up about your hunger, it's yeah, your fault for... I don't know. Like, you bring this up, which reminded me, I don't know if it's the actual script, or Toku HD, but... They kept using the word Jesus. Yeah. It, it was like Jesus, di- like Jesus, and you pay dude. It's like it's not really a like. A no, thing. she was just going like, oh, much means like, oh, jeez. Like, oh, come on. Yeah, like that's what that means. I don't know why they added the word. Jesus. It's like it doesn't fit in a way. But but no, like dude, to Ipe being hungry, he can't think. But then he does think of something. He's yeah. like, wait. We'll make our own special hot dog. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you doing about food? No, we'll make a sword and shield for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the blade's hidden in the bun, which is the, which is the barrier shield. Yeah, so it's made, made in the shield. Yeah. So, yeah, so they start, they, they draw it and then they send it out to him and then he gets the sword and shield. Yeah, the barrier shield and the plasma blade. Which, the sword looks cool. The shield looks cheap. Yeah. Yeah. It could look better. It tur- I think it turns into an axe or something. I was kind of expecting it to look kind of more like, like you know, like the RX-78 shield. Like, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah, the RX. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. But I think the axe turns into, like, other weapons, because I know he gets an axe weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he just uses it against... Uh, Bagillus and chops his arms off. Chops his arms off. But well, like he doesn't even def- like destroy him. He just chops his arms off. Con Digifire's like, I think we should retreat for now. Like, no, we can win this. Your character legit, like your monster legit, just lost both his arms. Yeah, no. You can't do this. Yeah. So then they they, they repair everything, and then like the deliveries go back, and everyone's happy, and then Ipe's mom gets some damn food. Yeah, Ipe's mom makes the special hot dogs, and she's like, and he's like, oh, these, oh, are, these are even better than the ones in the bakery. And his dad's like, told you. Yeah. So the lesson to be learned from this episode of Gridman is don't take food for granted. Don't diss your fucking mom's homemade cooking. Don't diss your mom's homemade cooking, and never take food for granted. Yeah. Always, if food is offered to you, you fucking eat it. And then we have episode six, Terror Melody. Which, okay, this was an interesting episode because it brought up some cool shit. One, I didn't know that there are other kaijus that were, like, defending other cyber 
like well areas. this is the first one that we've seen yeah like this. but that took me my Swiss was like wait 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 where did that one come from has that always been here and i'm like okay okay so like they have a protect well you know it's like it's like uh it's like it's like software it's like it's like defense software like yeah virus antivirus programs and stuff like that <laughs> uh, that that's the thing so it's like it's like it's like in uh it's like ozzy and drix ozzy and Dr- oh osmosis jones yeah osmosis jones which that's a great movie also a great tv show with uh, Phil Lamar. Yep. Yeah, so, so basically, they didn't get Chris Rock to come back, mm-hmm. so they got they got Phil Lamar, who usually does Chris Rock stuff. Yeah, does Chris Rock stunt, like not stunt double, uh, voice like voiceover actor. Yeah, he doesn't do a bad job. He, uh, you might know him as uh, Hermes from Futurama, or fucking Vamp from Metal Gear Solid Two, or uh, Static from Static Shock. Oh, there you go. Um, but yeah, so. <clears throat> okay, so another difference with the subbing so again ultra wiki calls them the sound wave monster anosilis anosilis yeah anosilis the official the official sub calls him anokilis i like an, an, i like anokilis yeah Anokil- so i feel like i'll just go with what toko hd gives me for subs yep. so what does takashi get fucking pissed off for this week he listen. He hears class a classical music song, finds it to be very annoying. Proceeds to run into the music store, push the lady who's playing on the electronic piano out of the way, and then just bashes on the piano because she he thinks it's a better sound, be- and then gets kicked out of the fucking store. Keep, keep in mind, he is still upset that he lost the fight against uh, Gridman. When he uh, came up with Bagula, or Bagula. First off, you can't hate classical music because classical music is fucking awesome, soothing as hell, and badass. Yeah. I've listened to some classical music songs and glorious. Like, they, those composers knew what the fuck they were doing. So, don't. Look at you, Beethoven. See! Grimman's teaching you fucking life lessons, people. <laughs> like, it's teaching you to respect your home, mom's homemade cooking. Listen to classical music, because that shit's good. Like, Gridman's an amazing show. Yeah. Like, god damn. Where is this in SSS Gridman? Hey, we've only watched three episodes. Raven says it gets better. I, I, it fucking better. We get a beach episode, so I get my waifu Rika in a bathing suit. She's fucking hot. When she's like 14. I don't care. You're like Anakin. I don't care. It's awkward. Okay. It's awkward to think about the age gap. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, so he remakes uh, Bagilis. Yeah, Bagilis. And, like, but gives him, like, like, even sharper sword arms. I don't see the difference. Uh, I think he had, like, a bit more blue on him. And, like, the blades were, like, sharper. I. It's like, it's you, like, it's like, it's like, it's like Shredder going to Super Shredder. Fool me. Well, it's like, it's like Shredder going Super Shredder. Apparently that's an actual suit that somebody owns. Yeah, Super no. Shredder. Even though that was Kevin Nash or whatever on the, under the fucking outfit. I know that is. It's a wrestler. Oh. Yeah. Even though that was Kevin Nash under that fucking uh, suit, those abs were not his. <laughs> those, were, those were costume made abs. But that is toy ab there. Yeah, that's toy abs. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so he decides to send, he, he sent, he makes his own, like, 
musical note thing. No, but he... It, it, it's it, like it was, a murderous song. Yeah, yeah. it was like a murderous sound. Yeah, murderous sound. Which, like, it just, like, fucking, like, it sounds horrible. And, like, it, Like, you know, it's ear-piercing. Yeah, it's ear-piercing. It's like walking into Aquaman. Yeah. I'm sorry, the bass in Aquaman was so loud once, I had to leave the theater while I was cleaning it, wait for the movie to stop, then go back in. Wow. It was that ear piercing. Like, yeah. I, was, I could not handle that. I could not. I was like, it, it, it hurt. Yeah. It actually hurt. Wow. Um, so then we get like the subplot where fucking Naoto's dad or whatever is just like, oh man, my fucking guitar. Yeah, I used to play at a concert when I was in college. That's how I met your mom. She's a fucking spooner. <laughs> and then like the mom's like, why haven't you fucking cleaned yet? But the guitar, oh my God. Remember what you said to me? Oh, spirit of the sound. What's oh. that? Well, they say that there's like a spirit that like resides within every instrument. That's what gives you like you know the great sound you get from when you play music. And it's like, Nato brings this up, or brings this up to Ipe and Yuka, and Yuka's like, "Oh, do you believe in this?" Look, like, like looks at the looks at the acceptor. If I can believe in this, I'll believe in anything. That's a good point. It's, it's like we're helping a. We're helping a being from another dimension fight off other beings from other dimensions. Hmm. Um. But yeah, um, Bagilas tries to destroy the, uh, tries to tamper with the music shop mainframe, but Ankylus, not Ankylus, uh, Ankylus is there and kills him. And they're like, ah, oh, damn, Con Digifier is all like, well, yeah, I love that he just got destroyed, and they're like, "Oh, damn, fuck." Well, we can take over him. And what I like, and this is, Superaya did not need to do this. All they could have done is just, you know, make his eyes red or something. But no, they actually changed his design. Yeah, made him look more monstrous. And I was like, "Holy shit, that's terrifying!" Like they like, changed the entire head. Yeah. Where they could have just given him red eyes and just went went along their way and went, okay, he's evil. No, they were like, we're giving him a different fucking face. So, well done, Subaraya, for putting the extra effort into, like, making him different. You know, unlike Heavy Sakai Silver from Q-Ranger. Yeah, Metal is still cool. Or, yeah, it could have been so much better. A little bit better, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So then, like, Gridman shows up for that. But, oh yeah, so like they go into the music store because they're like, oh, let's try to make music on junk. I'm like, I'm just like, like when they said that, I'm just picturing Fat Albert music. Also, I hated that the subtitles kept referring to junk as the junk. I'm yeah, like, or I'm the like, junk. I'm like, they're just saying junk. I, I I also don't like how the subs keep changing the spelling for con digifier. Yeah. Like now they're saying it as one word instead of two words. It's like, oh my goodness. This is official subs. How can you not keep consistency? Yeah, and also, like, I kept using, like, it was, like, a thing and a thing. And, like, I kept using the word A a lot, like, letter A a lot. Yeah. And, like, for spacing, and I was just like, oh, and, and I noticed that some lines weren't even subbed. Yeah. Like, there was one line that wasn't even subbed. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is going on? I don't know. I think it was maybe because Ipe, like, said the same thing. Or ch- chances are it was just a rushed. Yeah. Like, they, they were... Like, they rushed it. We will get to an episode of Ultraman X on Crunchyroll that was rushed out. The subs are off. Well. Like, the subs are actually off. Oh, okay. Huh. Uh, yeah. 
And then, like, the ear piercing happens, and they have to leave, and then... The, the murderer sound. No one got their ears pierced. So then, yeah. Um, so they go to, like, go summon Gridman or whatever like that, and then, like, they're about to, like, send, uh, send in the access code, but then, like... You can kind of show up again. And they're just like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, where's Naruto? Um, he's upstairs making you sweets. Let's go upstairs. I'll show you right now. And they're like, why do you leave us at the store alone? Because they were also at the music store when the murderous sound happened. Yeah. And so then, like, I like to think the whole time, just, like, Gridman's, like, waiting there. And he's just like, am I going to go? Hello? Yuka! What does Gridman do all day? Like, does he just stand there? <laughs> Gridman, are you watching me sleep? He's just searching the web. So much porn. No, there's none. There's no porn back in fucking the nineties. Wait, what's this project called? Galaxy Rangers. Oh my god. Sorry, didn't conceptualize Galaxy. No, no, that's what Power Rangers was before it became Power Rangers. Oh. It was known as Galaxy Rangers. Galaxy Rangers, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, so Gridman goes in, about to fight, uh, and and Coquilla. And then I this random, random fucking chick shows up. Yeah, this random chick, out of nowhere, with a with a baton. Yeah, with a baton. Uh, I'm trying to find where it is. Grimmy Ghost Rage. Yeah. Okay. So her name is Unison. And she like she begs Gridman to not kill Anokilis. because mm-hmm. it's like, oh no, he's not evil. He's a good boy. The subs actually refer to him as a good boy. Like, he's a good boy. And then just the narrator has to just be like, Gridman cannot defeat him now, knowing that he is not a good kaiju. And it's like, what? Uh, okay, thanks, narrator. Thanks, narrator. So then I'm trying to figure out what to fucking do, and then it's like, oh, sing him a song. <laughs> You'll go back. Which, if you listen to the song, correct, like, if you actually listen to the song, it's just the Gridman the opening. Grid man thing, yeah. He's just like, it's like a synthesizer version of the Gridman opening. But yeah, it's like like uh, Unison tries to do it first, but then Takashi is like, oh no, mine's more powerful. So Ipe and Yuka use their keyboard that they accidentally stole from the music set. Because like like they're about to pay for it and like murder sound comes on. Ipe still has it in his hand when they leave the store. Yep. Which way he picks it up in the in the basement. Yuka's like you, did, did we steal this? Oh shit. We stole this. Oh. Oh well. But but they do bring it back because they uh they fix Anokilis and what she restores everything back to normal. Mm-hmm. And then the episode just kinda ends with them getting the keyboard. Yep. And all as well. And like they, they question who Unisa was. Yeah. She 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 she's probably not gonna show up again, is she? she she's dead. <laughs> it's like uh. Careless or whatever. Ate him. Did you ever see the movie uh the Christmas Miners? No. Or uh airplane miners, whatever it was. No. Okay, so it's about a bunch of these kids hanging out. Like they get locked in at the uh airport for Christmas. It's like these four, like five kids, mm-hmm. and like, but there's only four main ones, and there's the one, like the one fat kid, which he's like, I'm gonna go get us a Christmas tree. He walks off, and like the other kids are like, 
We're not going to see him again, are we? And they just shake their heads. No, it's like, no, we're, we're not going to see him again. <laughs> like, we're, we're never going to see him again. Uh-oh. Retro. But yeah, that was episode five and six of Great Man. Really two ep- really good episodes. Yeah. It, it, I, I want more, man. It, how, I keep watching. Like how Great, can, Great Man, every time, every time Great Man shows up on screen, I'm just like, yeah, he's so cool. <laughs> like, the bare bone, like, if you want to, like, if I have to describe these two episodes bare bone, it's just Great Man got a sword and shield. Episode six, Great Man got a power up for the sword and shield. And that's becoming the Gridman sword, which is just take the sword, plug it in where the sh- where uh, the sheath is at the bottom, and it becomes like a like a not a Bayard, mm-hmm. but like the shield becomes like a cuff, or like his hand for the sword. Yeah, whatever that's called, like a cufflet. Yeah, like gauntlet. Yeah, like a gauntlet for the for the sword. Apparently, episode seven is about like a cake, like a fire monster. I'm sorry, but just like I think the highlight for this episode for me was just fucking like this entire Ultra Rage yeah. episode was just the discovery of fucking dinosaur tank. <laughs> There's a fucking kaiju that's just a dinosaur in a fucking tank. That's a thing, people. I'm not being like guard. Put up a fucking picture of dinosaur tank. I will. You know oh that? my god. You know what? That's the title of the episode. Oh, darling. No, oh, darling. It's a dinosaur tank. It's a dinosaur tank. It's a dinosaur tank. <laughs> this might be one of my oh, new... Oh, darling. This, it's a dinosaur tank. This might tank. be one of my new favorite kaijus of all time. Dinosaur tank. I will need a vinyl of that. There is a vinyl of it. I legit saw one when we were talking in the Tokusatsu Network. Well, I'll be buying it. I need, oh. I need dinosaur tank. It's oh, a di- oh, there, it's, there it is. Oh, darling. Oh, it's, it, it's a dinosaur tank. No, that, I, that, I, 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 need, I need this in my life. Oh, darling. Yeah, this was Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger episode 65. Oh, darling. It's a dinosaur tank. And bots. Wow, I don't think I've ever bought in two vinyls in a single episode. Yeah, you have. Have I? Yeah, two jeans. Well, okay, two separate vinyls. There we go. So now I will have have a King Joe and a dinosaur tank on the way. Woo. Let's see which one gets here first. I hope the one with the tank wins. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. King Joe can separate into four ships. Oh, now it's the ultimate race. Fuck! <laughs> Sorry, ready to catch up with me. Ready to get your own kaiju soon. Another vinyl. You, well, you, you, I, need, I, you need a Zafi. Yeah, I have you a Zafi. No, I mean, you need to get like a Zafi kaiju. Kaiju related to Zafi. Oh. Get some! Grand get, King. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. yeah. There you go. Super Grand King. <gasps> Anyways! Uh, next week, ep- for the next episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, uh, we'll, we'll begin our first, first of the 12-part mini-series that we're doing involving Godzilla's 65th anniversary by talking about the first American cut of Godzilla from 1956. Oh boy. Yeah, Nagar watched it. It it was a fucking oh chore boy. For him. And I I I will say I'm not looking forward to watching this because if I if I heard Gar's reactions, 
correctly. <laughs> it was not good. I'm gonna need a lot of drink. Yeah, we're 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 legit. Probably when we talk about it, we're gonna be having beer on the show because we'll we'll need it. <laughs> Let us know if you want us to live stream this. Yeah. Live stream us talking about like just or not even talking, just live streaming us watching this. <laughs> Anyways, good night, everybody. Schwa for now. And if you excuse me, I'm going to go watch Ultra 7 fight Dinosaur Tank. Schwa for now, everybody. We'll see you next week. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now!